purpose in this world. Welcome to My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And I'm your host, Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. Uh, I'm a person that was diagnosed with autism at age three. And as a person on the spectrum, I went to different challenges in my life, such as social communication, being nonverbal to age four, rejection, bullying, discrimination, and many challenges in life. But throughout my life, I've overcome those challenges to achieve key goals of graduating from college, be able to get full-time employment, be writing my own book, become a motivational speaker, be in work on doing work on television, and more important today, an international ambassador for autism and many other causes. This is a podcast in which we'll talk about different topics, autism, mental health, and many others that impact our community and our world. And we're going to have, we're going to have people as guests as, in which I can interview from around the world. So without further ado, welcome to my time with Tony Fernandez Humara. Good, e good evening, buenas noches, and good evening to all. Thank you so much for joining me in this new episode of My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. This is the uh, the, per the podcast with purpose in this world, and I'm so honored, so privileged to be with all of you uh, at today. You'll be doing something else, but you're watching me or listening to me right now through Facebook, YouTube, and many of our platforms. I greatly appreciate it. This is Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. Thank you so much for being with me here uh, today. If you haven't done so yet, I'm going to put the banner right now. If you haven't done so yet and you want to keep yourself updated in regards to my podcast, please subscribe. Please subscribe to my podcast through all the platforms. Um, I also invite you to follow my, you know, my social media pages, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on my website, TonyHernandezPumarejo.com. So I greatly appreciate everybody. If you can please subscribe to all my platforms. So that way you can, you know, you can stay updated in regards to uh, my upcoming current and upcoming projects. So thank you all for being with me here uh, today. Uh, first, I, today we're going to talk about, you know, there's so many things going on right now in the world right now that I just want all of you to take this time to just relax, to just take a deep breath. I know it's been tough, tough, you know, maybe for you has been a tough day or a tough month or a tough year. But one thing that I've always said about life is if you're breathing, if you have a roof over your head, but more important, if you're breathing, you have you're, you, you should be grateful. Because you're alive, you 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 have a your reason. There's a reason why you're here in this world. Uh, so that's why I always said to people that I speak with. Uh, so today we're gonna talk about how I'm living autism today. Now, for you, may it may sound as to why you're doing a topic about, you know, you know me living, you know, autism. You know, we already know your story. You talk about your story multiple times. Yeah. But I don't talk about a lot about how I'm currently dealing with, you know, living autism, because the thing is, autism is with me. It doesn't go away. Autism, Asperger specifically, you know, has entered to my life at age three and has been going on and is still part of me up to this very moment. I live autism. I work autism. So I'm going to talk about how I'm dealing with it, the challenges, the struggles, the hobbies. So that way. Uh, you know, hopefully with some so anything that I said today, 
it can be of help for you, whether you're a parent of a loved one with autism or any other disability, whether you're yourself an adult with autism, an autistic adult, professional, therapist, whoever you are, hopefully with this episode, it can be of help for you. But before we go to my to you know what I was going to talk about today, I want to take a moment to talk about a very um, sad, very tragic uh, situation, a tragedy that occurred a couple of days ago in Mexico, in which a mom uh, to a young you know young boy with autism was unfortunately murdered in Mexico. Uh, she was murdered brutally, you know, brutally. Um, she was, um, you know, burned alive, basically. Uh, her name is <coughs> uh, Luz Raquel. I, I I forgot the the last names. My, the last names. I think I can find them here. Um, she, you know, she, let me find it here for a moment. Just bear with me here. Uh, Luz Raquel Padilla Gutierrez in Spanish. Luz Raquel Padilla Gutierrez. Uh, she was burned alive, killed in Mexico this past Tuesday, a mom to a son with autism. Uh, she has been threatened days prior to this unfortunate incident, and she has been threatened. Her, her son has been threatened, and the sad thing is that nothing was done to stop this tragedy, this tragic event that should have never happened. And this is something that I invite all of you, whether you have been impacted by autism as a parent or yourself an autistic or you're professional, you're a therapist. And even if you're not in the autism disability world, I, I inspect, you know, think something to think about as a person. How, you know, how low have we have come as a society to get to that point for a mom, a woman, to be assassinated, burned alive that way. And unfortunately, and sadly, even worse, leaving a young boy with autism without his mother. With the struggles and challenges that people with autism face, and now for that young boy to deal with the loss of, of her mother, is something that I don't even, I, I cannot even think, I, you can, I cannot even process. So we have to, you know, we have to think about the ways in which we have come to this point. And again, we can talk about awareness, we can talk about acceptance, but until we get ourselves and put ourselves, our, you know, our differences aside to work on these issues, we're not going, we're going nowhere. So... It's, I just wanted to talk about this. The, my thoughts and prayers are with the Padilla Gutierrez family. Please pray for the for the young man, for the young boy, who has to live the rest of his life without his mother. And that's something that we need to reflect on and think about the way in which we are progressing as a society. Because that happened in Mexico, that's happened in any other parts you know, around the world. A lot of times we don't talk about this. We talk about uh, the nice things about autism, the nice things about people with special needs. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a lot of things that are happening that are not being talked about. 
And the question is, what we have, what we need to do in order to stop and avoid these types of tragedies happening. And I just want to leave with that, my prayers and thoughts with the family and with my thoughts and prayers with the Mexico autism, disability and special needs community. So with that in mind, <clears throat> all of this is connected because, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, it's in terms of living with autism, they're good, there's bad, there's difficulties, there's creativities. I've always said that living with autism or a disability doesn't only impact the individual, but also impacts a family. Unfortunately and sadly, uh, you can you may be seeing pictures of the family being together, supportive of their loved one with autism or disability. You have the parents, you have the siblings working all together. But a lot of times, unfortunately, that doesn't happen. And I told, and I can tell you that from experience, because there's parents, there are parents that don't recognize that their loved ones has autism. Their parents, they're not very supportive. Their families, they're ignored. They live, you know, infighting within family members, and nothing's being happened. Nothing happens. <clears throat> and who gets the most affected by it? The person with autism or special needs. <clears throat> and this is something that we need to continue to work on with the challenges that we're facing in our world today. How can we work together as a community to solve these problems? We have to get, we have to start back from the base and hopefully uh, we can come together and work as a society to not see any more of these tragedies ever again. So let's go now, talk about a little bit about myself. I know, you know, a little bit about me living autism today. As you know about, as you know, throughout my story, if you've not read my book, An Autism Unscripted Life, of you seen my YouTube videos, you know I've been talking about how I grew up with autism since age three. I talk about challenges. I talk about the struggles that I went through, but I also talk about hobbies. I talk about how I was able to overcome the challenges in order to be able to achieve um, and accomplish my goals to survive, basically. But the reality, and some people are asking me, oh, you have surpassed autism. You don't look you don't look autistic. You don't have autism. You're a faker. You're, you're posing. You're using it as for propaganda. I received some of those negative comments. And I can relate because perhaps... If you're seeing me or perhaps you're seeing me for the first time and perhaps you may you may have a family member you yourself or a parent and may think how could this person be talking and my son or my daughter is nonverbal is struggling he looks fine how can that person doing things that my child are not doing and it's very important to re remember and, I'm, and I know there's been a lot of talk about how to view autism as a dis, you know, disorder or a condition or identity, which I'm not going to go into det details about those debates. We have to go by the correct term. Autism is autism spectrum disorder. It is a disorder for a reason. It impacts the, neuro, the development of the person. It can lead to high functioning. You know, you can have people that are on the autism spectrum that 
that are more what is considered high functioning or what was before Asperger's. And they may achieve a better independent life, but there are others that, that are more severe that unfortunately will be able, they will need support, full support for the rest of their lives. Now, I've always said through all my works and people that have followed me know this. I believe that each person that has been impacted by autism or whatever is Down syndrome or any other disability can achieve a better life. Perhaps a person may not achieve what I have achieved or a person may not be able to achieve what temple, you know, some of these uh, leaders that you see out there, influencers that you see in the media of autistics and people with Down syndrome achieving great success. They may not get to that point. Maybe, but maybe not. We don't know because a lot of times, and this is one of my criticism, is that we put the limitations. And a lot of times, it is not. In, it, a lot of times, it, it's not our intention to put limitations. We do it to protect them from the evils of society. But in the same time, that's not good. And I'm talking about the you know, you know, talk about autism being more of a, you know, you know, you know, in terms of being childlike uh, focus. I'm talking about that specifically. And what I'm, I'm wanting, again, to get to the point, and it's important to realize that, sure, I can understand the overprotection, but it is important for you as a parent, as a caretaker, as a family member, to find a way early on to help them develop the skills they can achieve an independent life. That is the key of all of this. And the question is, how can we, get to that point. And going to my story, you have seen that I went through a lot of struggles to get here. And some people may say, oh, you're, you don't have any struggles. You have achieved everything. You're successful. You have everything. Why you're complaining? I'm not, you know, and I can't understand that, but whether you believe it or not, despite what I have, I have achieved up to this point, I still facing struggles and I still need the support. I facing struggles, for example, even though I learned how to communicate with other people, uh, be able to have more, uh, better relations with people in terms of building friendships, I still struggle. In fact, I've struggled up to this day. This year has been very tough for me in keeping friends. One thing is, to have acquaintance, to have known people in Spanish is conocidos, you know, but to have a friend, you know, it's very difficult. And it can be difficult, especially as you go, as you know, if you're an adult, it's very difficult to make friends, whether you have a diagnosis or not, because of different reasons. People are more busy, uh, adults have their families, if they're married, they have kids, uh, they have work or they go into school or they have their own business. It's very difficult to dedicate the time to establish a more closer relationship or friendship in contrast to the when it was, for example, in school or even college. Because in school and even college, <laughs> you have more time to establish those friendships. And I can understand that, you know, Tony, we don't keep the same friends forever. I have friends that I don't speak with in 
you know, from high school, they're no longer here. My life has changed. And friends change, and that's that's true. You know, a lot of people are blessed. Um, and I'm not to pick on my family, you know, but my dad, some of my family members, you know, uncles, you know, they have uh, friendships that have lasted throughout a lifetime, at least since high school. But it came from a different way in which they were raised. Because back then, and I, and, you know, I come from Puerto Rico, back then there was more of uh, community base. There was more of a community, small towns. Everybody knew each other. Everybody, you know, you know, enjoy having activities together. So it was much easier to make friends. Right now, even though we have more tools to be more connected, at the same time, I feel like we're more isolated. And I'm not even saying that, but I'm also, you know, statistics show that we're more lonelier than ever, despite the tools that we have. Now, some people can blame social media, um, you know, for the, the ruining relationships and friendships, but you cannot blame the tool itself. The tool itself is great and it's been very beneficial. But obviously there have been drones, there have been cons, of course. But what I'm getting into is that I can go into my case. I can talk to people, but I have struggles. I can even start meeting people. I can even start a friendship. But keeping that friendship has always been my struggle up to this very day. I'm not sharing this for, you know, for all of you to have pity over me or to feel sad for me. I'm just sharing what I'm going through and I'm what I'm trying and how I'm trying to work despite the challenges that I have, despite the circumstances that we live to be able uh, to establish friends. In terms of friends, for me, my closest and best friend is God, is Jesus Christ. You, whether you have your beliefs or not, I believe in Christ, and God is my best friend, my Savior, and because without God, I will not be here today. But I also need, it in terms of you know, meeting friends, in you know, in the in the, you know, in person, basically. And I've been trying, and it's not easy. And uh, and the reason, and, and it's very lonely because. For example, I live by myself. I work from home. I don't have a pet, not yet. <laughs> um, you know, the pets, you know, pets for me, I have a, uh, a doggy that is my brother's, but he doesn't live with me. I, I like, I, w- I want to have a pet so bad. I'm just waiting for the right time. And, and you know, it's, it's very difficult because um, I've always struggled in keeping friends, not to meet people, but to keep friends. And a lot of times, you know, people that are autistic or an Asperger, especially Asperger, is very difficult because we could be high functioning, but we cannot keep friends and it can be very frustrating. Now, there have been different reasons why my friend circle has changed, you know, and struggles with keeping friends through different circumstances. And a lot of things have happened for a reason. Uh, a lot of times you had to leave, you know, you had to let, you know, friends leave because of different reasons. Maybe you had, to, you had to grow, you had to move on to achieve better things. And that's when pe- new people come in. But a lot of times, you know, sometimes maybe because we, you know, I'm trying to 
find common hobbies and trying to you, you know use those common hobbies to keep conversations, which helps me. But a lot of times it can get over repetitive and the and it can get boring. And and I'm just saying this because I'm just trying to explain this to the best of my ability. Um, I have difficulty trusting people because of different reasons, um, you know, situations that I've gone through. And you cannot be very trustful with everybody because I've been giving, trying to give opportunity to different people, you know, past in, until recently. And they have not, they didn't came out to be the person that I thought they were. Not to be judgmental or anything, but when you put an effort on building a friendship and the other person is not putting any effort at all or lying or misle mis misleading, then, you know, the one who, that's not a healthy uh, situation. And, and, you know, I have people that I truly appreciate. I'm not saying that I'm friendless. Um, I have a couple people, but, you know, in terms of keeping that companionship, it's very difficult for me. And this is something that I continue to work on. Not only, you know, I've had the challenge of making friends, and I've even had a bigger challenge of relationships. I'm talking about dating or relationships. This is an area that I have barely, you know, spoke about. I've never been in a relationship as, as weird as it may sound to some of you. I've never been. I've always been difficult. You know, there have been circumstances as to the reason why I've not been in a relationship and I continue to find, you know, trying everything to improve. And obviously that I know that I had to improve my circumstances to be in a better position for a relationship because it's a commitment. And, and but it's always been difficult and frustrating for me, very frustrating for me. And, and right now I'm trying to do by the apps, online apps in terms of dating and, and trying to meet people and, and it's been very frustrating, but at the same time, I had to realize that in terms of a relationship, you know, it'll come when the right time comes and when God, you know, when it's, when it's, when God says it's time. And in the meantime, I continue to improve myself and to work better and also going to my first area of building friendships. And that's um, a lot of times, I mean, you know, you know, there's different reasons and maybe because I'm very too honest. Maybe I'm not politically correct. Maybe because of the experiences that I've gone through that some of other people have not gone through. Or maybe they don't understand. Uh, a lot of times people that are Asperger or autistic may feel like if they make friends, they, you know, and, and, and they meet other people and they may feel beneath that they are beneath them because in terms of intelligence and in intellect. And because we have... People that live autism are so different and so unique, you know, despite the challenges that a lot of times it's very difficult for us to adjust to this world. We try to adjust this world. A lot of times we had to mask to adjust to this world and still they, they don't care. They refuse. And it can be very frustrating. Even, even making friends with other autistics is even difficult as well. Um, we have, each of us has its own unique abilities, but your own unique challenges as well. And, and that's something that I'm trying to process as I'm speaking right now in terms of, and a lot of times I'm, I'm, I'm having these questions in terms of 
what am I doing wrong? If I'm not being a good person, uh, am I hurting people without being without the intention of hurting people? Um, I has I asked these questions, and I still ask them to this very day. And that's the one of the things that I'm working on, both the friendship area and the relationship area, which I feel like I've been a failure. Whatever you may sound, Tony, you're not a failure. I said, I have feel like a failure. And one of the challenges that I face uh, is in terms of sometimes at work, uh, when I work, when I'm talking to other people, uh, sometimes I may, I may not sound very clear in terms of the way I speak. Uh, for now, you guys are seeing me that I'm, you know, I'm talking in a way, in a clear, concise way. But a lot of times when one of the things, the challenges that I've gone through is anxiety and wish, you know, when I deal with severe anxiety, my verbal skills tend to decrease and, and I begin to have more challenges. Uh, recently, when I was working in retail, um, a lot of times when there were customers um, uh, coming in and we were so busy, we were short staffed because I was a retail manager. Uh, whether you guys believe it or not, I was a retail manager for four years. And a lot of times when we were short staffed and it was so busy, I can get overwhelmed because I'm struggling with short-term working memory, dealing with multitasking in a very fast-paced way. And a lot of times when I was dealing with severe anxiety, um, I can, I, you know, I, I tend to like freeze. I tend to freeze or nothing straight or my I struggles with talking or monotone mode, talk about silent mode, or struggling some people didn't understand me. If you spend time with me uh, and you can talk to people that have spent time with me, whether it's at work or family or people, friends, they see that, hey, a lot of times when it gets very tight, it can get a very struggle. But I think what what happened, what happened and people may ask him, Tony, how do you survive those environments then? Well, I survived those environments first through, you know, through the grace of God. And I'm not, you know, grace of God, but more important, very important practice. I did, I focus on being very persistent, which is one of my abilities in terms of what can I learn from this and repetition and to improve my skills. And I was able to get hit, get all the hits of life and be able to, to repetition because the good thing about the work in uh, customer service was that it was very repetitive. And through that, I was able to learn the skills, practice in order to achieve and succeed in customer service despite my difficulties, despite my challenges with social interactions. Obviously, I was very fortunate, especially I work with autism right now, but in my previous job, I, I, I was very fortunate in the last two, three years to have the support of my manager and support of the team. And they were very understanding. And that's something that we need to have more in our working environment for people with autism and special needs than in the work in the workforce. And I talk about this more in my in my speaking engagements for businesses in terms of being more neurodiverse, but going beyond that, but giving them the tools to succeed.
and don't feel pity or treating special treatment. Give them the tools to succeed and work with them because I believe that we can achieve much more in that area. And that's what helped me. I think the persistence, you know, not giving up helped me to survive those environments. And up to the point of not only surviving customer service, but even working on television. You know, you guys, you know, you guys remember me seeing television. You may say, hey, he's the professional doing all of this. But people don't realize the struggles, <laughs> the struggles to do those segments, even to do this podcast. But when I was doing the television, uh, I was dealing with severe anxiety, severe, severe anxiety before standing up before the camera. And you can speak to people that work with me when I was working at Univision. They talk about it. it was very trembling. I have trembling. I was like very concerned. I tremble with words. But what helped me to survive was to put into my mind to focus the hey, don't let the challenge, don't let the anxiety determine what you can and cannot do. And, you know, I had to like repetition. I had to struggle, 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 struggle. And I think what helped me in that television experience was my customer service experience because I was surrounded by people. And, and that's what helped me to prepare for those positions of television and right now working full-time in the autism world. And I've always been successful in a job. I've always been, you know, but even I'm not there in terms of financial, uh, you know, abundance or independence, not yet. I feel like I've been a failure in struggling with that. And people say, oh, you're complaining too much. I'm saying, I'm explaining what I feel. Because since 2020, you know, 2010, I set goals to achieve different goals, you know, different goals. And I've not got to that point yet. Now, that doesn't mean that it's over. Of course not. I continue to work hard and smart to find a way to get where I want to go. I mean, people say, ah, oh, you're, you know, some people, I mean, described as a very hyper-focused, obsessed personality, that you're obsessed with different things. That's true. I'm, I'm obsessed with doing different things. I'm, I'm obsessed with my goals. That's who I am. Obviously now, of course, I, my focus first is, God, you know, is doing the will and purpose that God have for me first then anything because i can have my goals but if it is not god's will then it's not going to happen i pray every you know praying every day every day before you know when after after i wake up saying hey this is what i want to do but it's, at the end it's not what i want to do it's what you want me to do god and that's the that's my mindset that's what i do and and, and feel very frustrating because i'm doing some success at work, but the balancing with friends is, is struggling because I have acquaintances from around the world. But friends, I'm not sure. Maybe it just means that I need to get better. Um, I, but I just want to talk about this, not again, not to have any pity or be sad. I'm just explaining this so that when you know that even though I have achieved different things, I have struggles and I need some support as well. And not only me, but people that you can see out there that have autistic 
influencers feel the same way as well. I cannot speak for them, but uh, I'm assuming that they do because even though they have achieved goals, they need support as well. All of us need support. So those are one of the challenges. Obviously, uh, living by myself has been a challenge. Um, it can get very boring. It can be very depressing. Uh, I've been living by myself for at least the last four years, and and it's not always been busy. You know, it's not always been easy, especially during the COVID time. During COVID, the lockdowns was even worse, and not only me but many others, all of us. But it impacted really hard people with autism and special needs. And, but I, you know, a lot of times, you know, but I do things on my own. But I struggle a lot of times to get myself motivated to do things. As sound as, as worse it may sound, but today I'm having more challenges with starting things or keeping things going. Because, you know, you can be feeling um, tired or burned out, which I'm feeling right now. And that's something that I need to work on better and to find a way to get it all together. Because a lot of times people, you know, they have said about autistic people that are not motivated. They may be true or not, but a lot of times we don't get into the cause of motivation, regardless of the functionality level or not. And what I'm trying to say for all of you is that um, I live by myself, I struggle. With making friends, the relationship part, I've never been. But at the same time, I continue to fight. I continue to fight every day, despite the challenges, not only in my life, but also the outside world, which has also had a profound impact in my life with all the situations, circumstances, government, society, politics, economy religion, different, different things that has had an impact in my life. I've taken hits and I've not always been perfect. I've done a lot of mistakes. And that's another thing I want to talk about. Um, I have a lot, a lot of mistakes. I, I may have not treated people the right way, not intentionally. And a lot of times I wish to go back with a machine to fix those relationships or even spend time with people that I care about that because of different circumstances and situations, I didn't get to that chance. But that's always the past. Um, I think that after COVID, you know, all of this COVID thing has taught me, you know, has so many things to think about. And a lot, you know, I think about relationships where I will be able to make true friendships or true close relationships with people, whether they understand me or not, or I, 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 I understand them. But the most important thing is that I will continue to work. Um, I will continue to fight. I will continue to find a way uh, to survive and to accomplish the goals. There are so many things I want to accomplish. I want to, you know, get to, you know, so many things: travel, financial freedom and abundance, help my family, help my community. So many things, but again, as long as this God's will for me in my life, then I will continue to work on this. And other challenges about me, about living autism, uh, I think the repetition, repetitive behaviors, other things, 
one of the hobbies which I don't talk about often is the, you know, you guys have heard about my hobbies before when I used to do drawings, maps, but uh, one of my weirdest hobbies have been going to YouTube and going watching stuff from the past. I've always had this nostalgia, nostalgic or nostalgia hobby of going back to the past and watch things even though we already happened. Whether it's through video games, Star Wars, wrestling, some of these things that I used to like the most when I was a kid. And even weird things like news, events that happened in the past. Um, it can give very, um, you know, it's an interesting hobby. And a lot of times, you know, it feels like I want to go back to those times. I personally like to go back to the 90s uh, when I was a kid. Even though there was a lot of problems and challenges of those times. And a lot, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a very good time always. Even more, I didn't have, I even have a worse time in the 2000s. But there were so many things that I love about those years, like video games and my hobbies. As I mentioned before in the past, um, you know, the hobbies saved my life. Because without my hobbies, I don't know where would I be today. I really don't know. Obviously, obviously, the, you know, God saved me, of course, because of my life situations. But, you know, obviously, that's one of the hobbies that I have. I see world the things differently through all the experiences that I've gone through. And sure, I may not look again. This is one person's but that lives autism story. There's seventy million stories out there. And not only autism impacts the people, but impacts the families. So what I want you to learn from this, from my story, I want you to learn that just because I've reached to this point, there's many challenges that I face. But I'm working on it, and, it's not, and it is not shameful to ask for help and ask for support. That's what, and if you have a loved one with autism or special needs or disabilities, it is very important to not put limitations. You know, a lot of times, you know, autism can be very, you know, you know, child focused, but we have to focus on, on getting the skills to have an independent life. Because autism is only not not only the kiddos, not only the babies, is the adults, the seniors, the old guys, the old gals. So there's so many different things about autism. There's been different theories of where it comes from, what it is, what it truly is. We still don't know much of the answer to this thing. But hopefully with this story, what I've told you is that you can take something from this and that could help you in raising and helping your child. And if you're an autistic adult or special needs adult, hopefully with some with some of what I said in this story, could be of help for you and that's what i wanted to share so i'm truly grateful for all of you to have listened a little bit about my story of how i'm living autism today as i mentioned i'm dealing with a lot of struggles challenges um, obviously i've been very frustrated with my goals not to help financially as i would have liked to my loved ones and but i'm not going to give up i will continue fighting and continue to work hard to make to fulfill the purpose that God has for me in this world. That despite the challenges that we face, despite the challenges that we face, 
we are we have more things in common than what unites. So I I, I'm, I really appreciate all of you. I, I'm gonna see if there's any other comments uh, that I would like to share. Share Dionela Castillo, how amazing! Thanks for sharing your journey. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah, about the story about Cruz Raquel. It's a very very uh, sad story. Um, any questions, any comments before I go? I'll give a couple seconds. Let me see here. Thank you so much for sharing your, st your story. Sandra Lopez, thank you so much for sharing your story and thank you so much for all the work that you do. Thank you. And, and thank you guys also. You know, I'm not, you know, I may have my ups and downs, but you guys have been very patient with me and support this work. That's the reason why, you know, my topics are not only impact autism, but impacts everybody. That's why I've always said that. Always, I'm please, I invite you to get a copy of my book. If you are not familiar with my story and autism and scripted life available on Amazon, if you have not done so, subscribe to my podcast, subscribe to my social media. There's a different videos and contents of work that I have done in the past. I talk about different topics about autism and I will continue to do so if it's God's women. So in terms of my hobbies, I'd have different hobbies that I didn't mention like politics. Now, politics is a good, you know, have different politics, you know, hobbies, politics, gaming, and different things, which I'm gonna talk about in separate videos. So I wanna thank you all so much for being with me here tonight. Any questions, any comments, please let me know. So again, thank you so much again for being with me here today in this episode of My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And until next time, this is Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And, and I hope everyone have a good evening. Blessings. And this is it for another episode of My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. I hope you like it. Uh, so if you want to learn a little bit more information in terms of the work that I do, um, please uh, subscribe to my social media, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube under my, my name, Tony Hernandez, Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. You can also follow my website, www.tonyhernandezpumarejo.com. And if you're interested in getting a copy of my book, An Autism, A Scripted Life, uh, you can purchase it from Amazon and or any other platform, including my own, you know, my, my website. So I hope you liked this episode of My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And until next time, we, we meet. Thank you. And have a wonderful day. Blessings.